This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 130. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Well, hello, Sessie. Good morning. Notice I am not eating, though you brought me a delicious piece of chocolate cake that your preteen threw a snit over because she was just being PMS at the moment, but I'm not eating it. Okay, but let's pitter-patter warning. Pitter-patter warning. (laughs) There's going to be a few pitter-patters, not many, because we got serious subjects. Okay, so... A lot of my happy place is my kitchen, which was my wedding gift from Ceci. It is a beautiful kitchen. I just paid it off. Yay! I, did, I just paid the final payment. I'm like, sweet! Yeah, so I love my kitchen. It's my dream kitchen. It really is double oven. So I, I've been doing a lot of baking. And it's navy blue cabinets. Which are beautiful. Yeah. Maritime blue. And they're all lower cabinets, no uppers. It, it's the most incredible kitchen. And yeah. it wasn't... I mean, I don't think it was too expensive. Do you? Not too expensive, but... It, expensive it, enough. I, a year and a half, 18 months later, I've just now paid it off. So put that in perspective. But folks. I use it all. The, I mean, I, yes, I, I she feeds it. me. I feed. So I've been doing a she lot of baking. She feeds the whole family. So I made like German chocolate cookies. Those were really good. But I went crazy about those. Those didn't do it for no. me. But that chocolate cake, I so gotta say. So this is, if you want the recipe, <laughs> it is Ina Garden's Beatty's chocolate cake. The secret is. is you put a cup of cold coffee in the batter. And then you put a, a um, like a teaspoon of instant coffee powder in the, the that icing. is perfect made for the little miss. Yeah, she loves coffee. This eleven year old will drink hot coffee. It's and like, cold oh my coffee. God. She just she, oh. yeah. She's just and she she'll sip champagne amazing. and think it's good. It's and like, gin. Ooh. Oh yeah, the, the organic <laughs> gin. That's pretty tasty, mom. Yeah. So now you know the parenting I'm doing is. Yeah, like, hey, I believe so. in raising them to appreciate, not to guzzle. Well, and again, if she likes the good shit, she's never going to get drunk. Don't on report us to child services because we'll just say we were lying. Yeah, we, we're making this up. It's part of the fun pitter patter here at Spapreneur. <laughs> so yeah, so yesterday I decided I uh, we I have all this co- so. All right, I got to go back a little bit. This is going to be a little longer pitter-patter start. My husband used to be a home ec teacher. So when he stopped being a home ec teacher, he brought home a ton of baking supplies. And so I had like an enormous amount of cocoa. So for the next couple of weeks, I'll be baking with a lot of cocoa to use it up. Because okay. it needs to get used up. So if you need cocoa, Sessie, please. I you have could cocoa. always put it in the bottom of your plants like you did the bags of marshmallows from <laughs> your wedding. She emptied out an old pot of flowers and in the bottom were like four bags of marshmallows. But it was pot filler. So it worked. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, no, I used what I had. So anyway, Draws the ants. Yeah, yeah. No, it was in plastic, so that it didn't draw okay. the ants. Okay. So um, anyway, so yeah, so I've been baking. So it is an incredible chocolate cake. It is delicious and moist not oh, too it sweet is good. yeah i gotta say it's it's pretty spot on perfection yeah it, it's a damn good cake and it's moist and delicious so go look it up if, if you are baking i know a lot of my spapreneurs i've been talking to they've been discovering home projects like um i got a shout out rebecca in michigan 
um, who's discovered sourdough baking bread. So she's like baking the most incredible loaves of bread. Yeah, we did that for you. DuPod, I don't bake the bread. DuPod bakes the bread. He and he did that for years and years. And then we finally got tired of it. We threw out the starter because you have to have a starter for yes. a while. And... um. Yeah, now he's making uh, baguettes, and we've learned that we can freeze one, so we always have fresh bread. Yeah. yeah. and it, do, do <laughs> I've only gained two pounds, okay? And I didn't have two pounds to gain. Well, you know, <sighs> I was, I, again, I can't wait to get back to Pilates. Pilates. Oh, my God. I miss it so much. I really okay. Do. So, back to the chocolate cake that she made for right. the little miss. Uh, that's it. That's it. I, yeah, I, but they, she turned her nose up. At that it. was last night. This morning, she was like, can I have it for breakfast? I'm like, sure. So I know we shouldn't talk about Bill Cosby because he's a rapist. I know, but it was the funniest story yeah. of, look, it's got all the ingredients. It's got eggs. It's got milk. It's got <laughs> flour. What you need? And here's the thing. Mom always said this. When we had birthday cake left over growing up, she's like, go ahead and eat it for breakfast because it's the same as a donut. It's the same as a donut. <laughs> and Evan gave me the look this morning going, really? I'm like, oh, it's the same as a why donut. Why not start your day out with joy? And, okay. And this cake is joy. So anyway, if you are a baker... Bake yourself the Beatty's chocolate cake. It, it is divine. Okay. okay. No pitter no All right. So speaking of Rebecca, so she's part of my paid community, and she asked some very good spot-on questions for last night's call. Last night's call was a wonderful 90-minute call. Ceci actually came on. Yes. Which is very rare, but we're really talking about number one. First, and we, we talked about toilet paper We a did lot. a lot of toilet paper, <laughs> and, and we're going to share- Whether to flush or not. Oh, that was a whole thing. That was a whole thing. So, um, but the real two things we talked about was one, and I think this is what a lot of you are facing. One is the ethics of opening, because some of you are in states that, Georgia, that are opening (gasps) too soon. Georgia. But I got I've got a lot of respect for the woman who in Atlanta has three yoga studios, and she, she has said, it's too soon, and I don't feel secure doing this. It's not the right thing to do. And she's choosing to stay closed. Good for her and everybody else that does it. Now, let me say this. I think nail salons should open up. Uh, you've got enough distance between you. They can wear latex gloves. You're constantly washing your a hands lot of, there. A lot of them are already wearing masks in it because yes. acrylics. Yeah. And now if you're doing brow waxing, I don't know. I, I think I would. You could limit services. Yeah. But yeah, I do think nail services could, could But I, I think that that's okay. Uh, hair services, they're not up in your face. No. So there are some services that are a little bit more step back that you can, but you got to use, as we kept saying last night, you got to listen to yourself and know yourself and know your clients. Yeah. So this is the first half of this episode is we're talking about the ethics of opening and whether or not. So this is what I told the girls last night. This is what I'm going to tell you. Number one, the first and foremost person you must listen to and and look at the safety of is yourself above all others, above your staff, above your clients. Because here's the deal. If I am an individual who is has Lyme disease or rheumatoid arthritis or any of the other preconditions. In our area, TB is a high case of that. I'm yeah. not sure why, but we constantly have high cases of TB and you have to be careful of that. Correct. So if you're already in a risk factor group and you're going, even though the government and the health department say it's okay to be open and you want to stay close for a little while longer, stay close. Okay. Also, let me point out what I did last night. Risk factor group, you should take the age factor 
out of it. I agree. You've got people that are in their 40s that are very healthy that have come down and babies been babies that are getting this. Yes, and been put on ventilators. Um, it, you know, the, it, it is going across the entire spectrum. They're just not talking about it because so many of the nursing homes got hit. They're the most vulnerable. Of course. And they're the ones that died in mass and still are dying in mass. Now, but d- take your age factor out of it. Look at the health conditions, but even being healthy doesn't mean that you can survive it. And it also doesn't mean you're not going to pass on something you love. So, for example, our Kristen, who we love and who's a joy, she lives with her grandmother. <laughs> we laugh. We laugh because her grandmother's a, uh, she's, she's a character. She's 87 years old and doesn't think she's old. She, yes. And then she got turned away from the commissary. the commissary because she didn't have a mask on and she was very upset about that. Because this corona's for old people. She's 87. <laughs> Okay. That's what she told Kristen. So this is the story. Sorry for that pitter patter. Uh, but also, Kristen is is caring for her mother who has cancer and is on chemotherapy, and that is definitely a risk factor. So the other thing is, if you're exposed, you can bring it home. So so make sure, yeah. first and foremost, look at your own individual situation. Now, if you need to open because you need money and and you're healthy and you want to open and you're allowed to open, open. Yes, but at this point, if you're still in need of money, something's wrong with your state or with your filing or something because the government has truly stepped up. Now, I know that like Beth Wade hit a real wall with her small business loan. and But they just announced when we're recording this, they're about to have another stimulus package that big companies supposedly aren't going to be able to get yeah, to. Yeah, and it really is disgusting the way some yeah, of them so, snapped so it up. Dear, but- dear Ruth Chris... I'm never eating there. I've never no. have, but I never will. I, but yeah, I'm no. just saying that if you can't get this on your own, you find someone that knows someone that can help you get it. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many people have called Rick Dupa and asked him to help them get their loans through. And are they doing it correctly? He started doing our small business loans for the church school and for de-stress a week before they even accepted applications Mm -hmm. and within that time they changed those applications three times but he kept at it and kept at it and kept at it and was it fun no was it fun for me i told him he could not talk about it for four hours because i was so sick of hearing about it but he has now become the model for the bank of how to do this so ask your bank who has successfully gotten it in? Do you think they'll help me get mine through and yeah. do it correctly? And also do ask, what you got to do. Ask your bank if they have a bank or somebody that can help guide you through. They now, want to help okay, you. Okay. Now, if you're with Citibank or Bank of America or, or Wells Fargo or Good something luck. like that, yeah, that, that just they they just are fuckers. well because they're again they're a national chain. This is why we've said from the beginning: <sighs> if you can. Do your business banking with a local bank. Get to know your banker, even like the big ones, the big ones. Yeah, get to know a banker at the big ones, because the difference is, is that we know Susan Harris so well. Our family knows her. She's been a client of ours. She goes to the same personal trainer. I remember we developed a relationship. relationship. She's part of our team. Yes, she's part of our mentorship team for sure. And Town Bank, I, I cannot say enough good things about him. If you're in the Hampton Roads, South. Eastern Virginia area bank with them. I, I got to say it again. Yeah. And I know I, I feel like I'm shoving it in some people's face and I don't mean to do that, but I'm so proud of our state and the way that they truly are yeah. handling the unemployment, the business loans and everything else. 
all of the banks around here have really stepped up they to really the plate. They really have. And our unemployment offices have really stepped up. Our governor has stepped up. Just move to Virginia, folks. We yeah. can all be one big happy family. Seriously, we'll hire you at De-Stress. <clears throat> or you can hire us. Yes. <laughs> Okay, we, we we diverge a little bit, but I'm but just saying money's out there. Money is out there. It. You got to look for it. Like I just got for Spapreneur, though it was only a thousand dollars, but it was the through employer. the state. It was through the state. Yes. So so you don't know where you're going to get your money from. So look for all the opportunities out there. Money is out there, y'all. Let Go me get it. Let me refer back to what is your lady that does the congressional readings and she uh, got the Jen Barkley. Okay, you need to listen to that podcast if you hadn't if you hadn't listened to it all the way through because you thought it was boring. You go back and you listen to that shit. She is spot on. Mm-hmm. Spot on on how to get in touch with your delegates yeah. and your and congress people. Listen to and and subscribe to her show because mm-hmm. she is talking about I did. It. I Isn't did. she wonderful? I, I have not gotten to listen to it yet. We're going to Lake House yeah. later on. We're going to listen some of her. I, I really am impressed with yeah. her. And she is a doll. I mean, I love supporting great um, people, and she's yeah. one of those well, she, great people. She's going to uh, Trump um, uh, Preet right now, so that... Woo! I know. I love Whoa! Preet. I love Preet, but right now... I'm telling her I, that... that. <laughs> I, I want to hear... There's so much change coming up. Correct. We really are going down a different path than I thought we were, so let's just keep on this path, and then the second part, we'll, we'll go into how you should open. Open. Yeah. And, and what we all discussed last but, night. But again, I feel... And, and maybe this goes into the second half of the, of the question. There's a lot of guilt surrounding yes. money. There's a lot of blockage. So let, let's let's break this down. A, a couple things I'm going to say right now. Next Tuesday, hopefully this episode comes you gotta out. you got to remind me that um, it's coming up because I'd like to listen in on that. Sure. Um, so next Tuesday, April 28th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm having a free webinar with my friend Erin Lindstrom. Erin Lindstrom is, um, her website is erinlindstrom.com. She does this um, thing called Shiny Bitches. And she's really about how you can find happiness, not only in your life, but your business. And she's one of the few people I know. We, I hear a lot of things about money mindset, you know, about how if you have money blockages and things like that. She's one of the few people I know that connects money mindset with sales. And I think that's really important because in our industry, there is a bad habit of I and, and a lot of you went into this industry because you want to help and serve people. And oftentimes that feels like it rubs against angrily against making profit because here I am and I'm going to use my Christian background because that's the only way I can describe it. We are taught to be good Christians and to help our neighbor mm-hmm. and to give and to give and to give and to give. It, what, what we don't learn a lot of time is how to receive. Yeah, I, I've talked about this before. My my one of my dearest oldest friends, Lori, and I, we love to give things to each other, little gifts, little things here and there, and we were both very uncomfortable with it for some weird reason. And finally, I said to her one day, I said, "You know what, Lori." We need to learn how to receive. This is silly. We need to be gracious about the receiving of it and thankful that the bounty comes our way. Because if we don't, okay, let's use the farmers. Right. Okay. They grow a bounty. If we're not willing to receive that bounty, then they go bankrupt. And and the food goes to waste. That's right. Oh, oh, I got to throw this as a side yeah. note. They did this whole story about all the food that's going to waste down in Florida. It caught the attention of Publix. Um, grocery stores. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a public in your area, support them because they are buying up all that food from the farmers and the milk and the dairy and they're sending it to Second Harvest, which is the food banks oh, of the areas. That's wonderful. And to be proactive like that in a time like this is just thank you, Publix. Right. Talk about receiving too. 
be very open about the businesses you're choosing to support after this. Pay attention to their actions right now. For example, we shared on De-Stress, there's a wonderful restaurant. I don't go to it as often just because it's it's a little fancier than the kids would like. It's Ben. Yeah. It it, (laughs) It is a little fancier than what we're all used to. to. It's delicious though. When you go, it's a special occasion restaurant for our family. Yes. Yes. But they have changed it. They're not open right now, but they are doing meals for um, elderly apartments that are I love that. are underprivileged. Like they, because a lot of times the senior citizens are forgotten, are forgotten, especially the ones who don't have money or don't have family. Yeah, and, because yeah. all of our children are being fed, hopefully through the schools and a lot of other programs. Yeah. But we at DeStress, we do, especially as I get a little older, uh, we tend to look at our senior citizens and ask ourselves, what's going on with them? Because a, a lot of our <coughs> clients are that way. So I love the fact that we were able to give a gift of sharing what Finn is doing. Yes. And my hope is, is that by doing that, number one, it reminds my mother and I, you know, the next time we need to do fancy business lunch, I think Finn. we're going to choose Finn because they've always been supportive of de-stress. Um, you yes. know, Lindsay used to work there, remember? Yes. Um, yeah. So we always had that connection and, and Kenny, the chef and owner is amazing and it, it is delicious. But the other thing is that I'm hoping that it shows our, our de-stressors, our clients these are the people who align with our values. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times this money blockage thing, and, and this is what's coming out of it. A lot of times, like for right now, I'll be honest with you, I am receiving an abundance of wealth in my life right now. I was able to stop payments for Spapreneur in April. I did that not knowing if I was going to be able to cover April bills and things like that. But you did it from the heart and you did yeah. it for the right reason. Right. Because right now my subscribers, they were panicking. And so I'm like, this is one thing they don't have to choose to shut off. That yes. I'm just going to take it out of their hands and go, and here's the thing, because I use Profit First, again, Mike Michalowicz, I cannot say enough good things about the program. I have savings in my business and in my personal life. And your business mentor, Amber Duggar, who helps yes, you absolutely. get through that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I knew going into it, I was able to cover things and and do things and was able to do that. In May, I'm turning those payments back on because I need to receive in order to give but I'm not going to feel guilty about that. If I lose customers because of that, temporarily, temporarily, hopefully, hopefully either A, they weren't my correct customers or I'm not the right coach for them, and that's fine. They're going to find the right coach and I wish them well. Or it's a temporary thing. Yeah. But I can't just give, give, give without receiving because I'm going to get dried up. You have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. As a mother... I have two incredible children and I give, give, give to them, but I must replenish myself. So um, Sunday night, we watched a family movie and then all of them wanted to do it again. And I'd had enough. And I said, you know what? No, mommy needs some alone time. And I went to the bedroom and I played Best Fiends <laughs> and watched Ozark, which is not a family friendly show. Oh, no, it's not. It's Ozark is so it's good. good show. I'm only on season one. So don't tell me anything. No, I won't. I yeah. won't. It's so good. So it just but, gets better. too. Yeah. So, so. It's okay. And some people may be like, that's selfish. And my children, even at this moment, may say, that's selfish. No, no, but no, no, no. Instead, good it, lesson for them to it learn. It is a good lesson because this mama needs to replenish herself in whatever mm-hmm. way she can. So when they're in therapy bitching about their mother, that's right. you remind them, no, I did that for me. And my mama did that to me. And when you have kids, you'll, you'll it understand too. it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you as a business owner... You may be, and, and if you have staff members, you rightfully should be concerned. You rightfully should be looking after them as far as their mental state, but their personal finances are not your responsibility. No. 
Mm-mm. No. Now, in the end, when we all come back together at Destress, are we going to use this as a platform to hopefully get them to understand profit first? Yes, we are. Um, and we'll see how it's received. I will say that not a single one of them has reached out a hand and said, can you help me? I mean, we certainly would where we could feed them or whatever, but they've all seemed to be doing pretty well. And, and they're supplementing income by, by doing, um, gig jobs and things like that. Yeah. So, so they're doing what they can. You know, he, here's what happens in a crisis. The people who survive, survive. And the people who aren't equipped to do that either A, see where their shortfallings are and decide to learn and make up those shortfallings or they fail. But you can't. It's the old proverb. I can bring the horse to water. But if I shove that horse's face in the water, he'll drown. (laughs) I hadn't heard it that way. But it's true. I think it's it, you, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. But if you try to make them drink, but but th- 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 I get but it. But that's the part they miss. <laughs> if you try to make them drink, they'll drown. That's Ramona's proverb. But it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. If you're feeling guilty because you have your financial shit in order, or if you're receiving money for your business government, that's putting the mask on first. Right. Okay. In the end, if you turn around and you start reopening up your business, you start phasing things in and you have a massive abundance, then you ask yourself, how should I put this back into my business? Do I put it back into my people? Do I put it back into new equipment, which is going to come up in the next episode of things that we're going to have to do in addition that's going to cost us money to get our businesses up and running as the government would want us to. Um or, you know, do you do an expansion or, hey, give yourself a raise. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, any of those options are perfectly ethical. We as a we as a, as the spot industry need to start realizing we are worthy of earning money for our services. We are worthy of earning top dollar for our services. You, ha- We had a podcast a long time ago, last year or something, that talked about, are you an employer or are you a business owner? That's right, because there's a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift. And you've got to ask yourself right now, what am I? Which, which one am I? Yeah. A business owner takes the emotion out of it and makes business decisions. Yes. Am I an emotional person? Yes. But I have people around me that constantly call me into check and say, no, you can't give that away. So that keeps me in balance. If you can't keep yourself in balance because you know you're more emotional and you're a uh, enabler, I am an enabler, then you need people that keep you in check. Ask them, tell them, I want your honest opinion. Should I? And listen to their opinion. If you are someone like me who does not like to give anything away, <laughs> then you also. I'm going to be nice about my child here. But, but, and that's not true. I am a generous person to, to some degree. I am. But this when is, she wants to, when be. I want to be and when I choose to be. But at the same time, this is why having a balance of somebody who is naturally a giver at heart is a good balance between the two of us because we can go and, and, and there's a compromise in there. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that feel, release any guilt you're feeling about if right now you are thriving in this crisis. If you are enjoying the time at home, if you are still able to pay your bills and everything's good. I, I'll tell you, one of my favorite things on the internet right now is the Facebook group for YNAB. YNAB is you need a budget. It's a software system that I use to keep my budget in check. And there's a bunch of us YNAB nerds in there. And I love this. So there's a man who says, I work at Kroger. 
And I'm assuming he's an hourly employee. And he said, because I've been able to work so much overtime and I've gotten bonuses and double pay, I'm able to pay off all my credit cards this month. That was awesome. And I just sorted my... So in every crisis, there are those silver linings, those beautiful stories of people saying, I'm going to take advantage of this. Y'all, instead of worrying about everything, look to what you've been given. Even if it's not financial, you've been given the gift of time. (laughs) <laughs> Rebecca's able to spend all day long baking bread. You know what's funny is up until this week, I, I hit a wall once a week and I get depressed and it's like, oh my God, we're never going to go back to work and, and I love my people. But all of a sudden this week I went, you know, I'm kind of getting used to this shit. I know, I know. And it's, <laughs> it's going to be kind of hard to go yeah. back to work. Part of me is like that too. Going, I, You know what, what the gift for me has been? It's been making home cooked meals for my family three times a day. And I know that seems crazy to some people, <sighs> but again, that's what I love to do. Okay. What Ramona has not told you guys at the beginning of this is we're back in the closet. Yes. But it is an immaculate closet. It is now the craft closet and it's got everything in its proper place. And all the different shit I had all over the house came to this closet. And then what was going to take me three months to do, her old bedroom, which is the guest bedroom now, I have completely renovated it's it. It's very Painted pretty. it. And, and just... It, and I did detail work. I'm not a detail person. It's beautiful. It's very soothing. beautiful. I'm like, look at this. Yeah. I got this done. And I finally got to put the paint cans away. For two weeks, I've been painting and well, I'm so glad to like, put them up. Or like me, I finally cleaned out that pantry in that yeah. whole closet. You know, I'm, I'm getting my herb garden together. Like I'm going to be today clearing out the side yard that's so grody and yucky. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I just, I'm not going to wait for Evan. I'm just going to do it myself. Uh, let me tell you guys, every house in America is going to Look gorgeous because we have nothing else to do. Right. And the, the thrift stores are going to be amazing. I'm staying out of it. I'm not bringing that crap back into my no, house. But I'm just saying, if you're a thrift store person, this is a good time to do. Anyway, the point is, is that there are gifts through this. So let go of any guilt you're feeling. If you're still like, I'm not sure what to do, join us for this free webinar. Um, Aaron, is, yeah. it truly is free. We're not selling anything on this. I'm not promoting Smopreneur community on this. She's not promoting any of her programs. Other than that, I will say this. She is, if so, if you hear this afterwards in May, she's offering her shiny sales course absolutely 100% free in May. Which I think is phenomenal. Aaron is amazing. So if you're someone again who, when it comes to sales, it it it's it's interesting. I can sell other people's stuff no problem. Like Girl Scout cookies, I can sell no problem. My own stuff, even Spapreneur, I still sometimes have trouble selling it. Oh, that's is so it, funny. It's so weird. I have no problem selling de-stress and selling the therapist, but if I have to sell my own self, it gets weird. Yeah, but you'll 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 grow into it more and more and more. Of course I will, but. Sometimes taking a course is just doing, and it gives you something productive to do. So, all right. Um, we're going to wrap up this episode. Next episode, we are going to be talking about the ethics and what we are planning at de-stressed. And we're going to give some suggestions of what you need to do to prepare to be open and, and actually serve clients. And I will end the next one with the broken PP story oh for gosh. all of you who requested it last night. My, again, talking about requesting, I will say this spapreneur community has been the life saving thing for me. I know for my other spapreneurs for 50 $57 a month. You get weekly calls with me. We're doing power hours where we all get together. This is the coolest thing. We get together and we work. And it's so nice because you look up and you see, okay, they're still working. So I need to work. I've gotten so much done as far as business stuff. <laughs> so it's something we're going to continue. Uh, monthly marketing calendars, support, and just, you know, it's nice to have a think tank of people who are not morons. 
Yeah, and who have like minds in business. They may work their business differently than you do, mm-hmm. but they have like minds. Yeah, and we have everybody from um, Chelsea who uh, Chelsea and Chris have big day spas with lots of people. And then we've got the Joanna Gables who work out of their house. And oh like, my God, she's so cute. She's so cute. She is cute. So she got a, a therapy gun the other yesterday. I know. She lo- it looked like a sexual thing going on while we were on um Zoom, Zoom last night. But, you know, I don't know. I woke up this morning with a massive headache and I'm like, damn, I wish I had one of those. I've got one. Oops. I know. It's not. I want Jedi. I miss my <laughs> massage husband. Okay. <laughs> I understand. I just... You know, I am a massage therapist. I am a very good massage therapist. I am an Ashiatsu master. Have I given my husband a a much-needed massage? No. I'm thinking... No, you don't appreciate me the way you appreciate Jen and Rachel. You call one of your other wives and yeah. get them to do it. I just, you know, and, and God bless Evan. He's a school teacher and a wonderful educator. No, we had this whole discussion last night. Asking our husbands to give us a massage is just simple. In their brains, it says, oh, she wants sex. Oh. It's like this automatic, thing, oh, she wants sex. It's no. Like, no, this is the last thing I'm thinking about. <laughs> massage is not sexy. <laughs> it should not be sexy. sexy. God. <laughs> All right. All right. We're done. We're done. Pitter patter end it. We'll see you next episode. Bye, Bye, everybody. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.